episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting an in-depth look at a specific related question. On this episode, we'll discuss what Captain Marvel's future is in the MCU. As always, I'm your host, Cooper. And this week, I'm joined by Josh Draley. As always. As always. I love how you leave that open for, like, mystery. It's not like <laughs> this week. Like, is there is there a time when someone else is not here? No, I guess that's, I guess that's true. I could change it. Do you, you feel offended? No, I don't feel offended, but... It, at the same time, it does dangle over my head the possibility that I may that I may be or could be axed at you're, any moment. You're just always on the cutting block. You're exactly. just like, I don't know. Am I going to be back next week? Is my performance going to hold up? <laughs> Will I stay for another round on the island? Is that, is that how Survivor works? I, I've never watched Survivor. A single episode. Nope. Me neither. But I think that is how it works. Gotcha. If anything, we're just keeping the listeners on their toes. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. If, if nothing else, the other end? they're just like, well, is Josh going to be back? <laughs> Who knows? And yeah. I, I don't even think I say at the end, I'll see you next week or anything like that. I'm just you like. You just say thanks for stopping by. Yeah. So. That's about it. Sort of like it's very natural. You can just change your sign off too. And tell Cooper we'll bring back next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pray to God I am still around next week. And then people would be like, why is he saying that? Yeah, why won't he be? Loan sharks? Massive drug habit? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but if there were. Anything like that going on, you could find out about it on Twitter. And you can follow us on Twitter at Friends and Film. And if you're looking for other shows that I have been on, then you can find those on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere podcasts can be found, but most importantly on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us. That'll ultimately help rank us, and then we can find more friends of the show. There it is. So, yeah, as we talked about, uh, this is our Captain Marvel kind of uh, post look at the movie and look at the MCU. Uh, now that the movie's out in theaters, we've seen it. We've reviewed it mm-hmm. on the main show on Monday. Go check that if you haven't already. There's a spoiler-free section and a spoiler section. And here today, it is full spoilers on Captain Marvel. So if you haven't seen the movie, Go see it now and then come back and listen to the episode uh, because we're going to talk about her future, what it means for Avengers Endgame, what it, where she could go for Captain Marvel 2, and then obviously where her future could be beyond in the MCU after a sequel and after her Avengers appearance. So uh, obviously she is set up incredibly well. We have an Oscar-winning actress, Brie Larson, playing the role. The first movie does a good job of setting up her own unique world. Is she the first Oscar lead the franchise the MCU has Oscar winning lead Oscar winning lead uh yes 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 I believe so I mean there have been Oscar winners laced throughout there right because RDJ Lupita hasn't won one no but Lupita Nyong'o of course does have one but, but she's supporting would you call her supporting or would you call her the female lead uh, good mm. point I don't know I mean uh... she's the first Marvel character to have her name on something that has an Oscar. And that gets into highly specific language territory. Yeah, it's like the this person has scored twenty three over twenty three points, over had over three assists, over two rebounds, over mm-hmm. one in steal. The, in the first ten minutes of twenty eighteen games. <laughs> right. When they've worn uh, you know, their left shoe with the laces yeah, it's, halfway it's, tied. It's the hyper specific right. streaks. It's like since when? When were people tracking this? Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> oh, just for this guy. 
Cool. Mm-hmm. That, that's what we're doing now, I that's guess. That's LeBron statology, <laughs> basically. Like, we have, he's so great, we need to make up more stats yeah, and more like, reasons why he's He's already he's broken so great. all the other streaks. It's like, all right, They're, what's his streak if he does 25, 6, and 6? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, PN that one. What about 25, 7, and 7? Mm-hmm. There we go. Right, yeah. Well, obviously off topic there. A though. little bit. Um, Brie Larson, great actress. She is. Crushes she, she's it phenomenal. in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. which came out. On March 8th. Yes. A couple days ago, as you guys are hearing this. And, uh, you know, we kind of avoided talking about the larger future, the implications of the post credit scene, what we'd like to see in a sequel, because we felt it'd be best just to save it for the big question, because mm-hmm. otherwise our review would have been way too long. Keeping you coming back for uh, that sweet, <laughs> sweet content. Exactly. We got to keep the content rolling. Uh, and since it's going to be Captain Marvel heavy here, the discussion, I uh, figured we might as well join in on the fun and get into Avengers Endgame topics, the sequel, everything else in between. Um, and I think probably the best place to start is with Avengers Endgame because we see a post credit scene at the end of Captain Marvel where the Avengers, the remaining ones, have found uh, Nick Fury's pager with the Captain Marvel logo on it, and they've been they've charged it, they've bypassed the battery so it can last infinitely, and then it suddenly shuts off. They're all confused as they see the death numbers rise throughout the uh, the world, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, this thing stopped working. We need to fix this because we need to know who Fury's trying to get in contact with." And then all of a sudden, boom! Captain Marvel's there. Slightly different costume, longer hair. It's been 25 years since she's been on Earth uh, after she left Earth to go help the Skrulls at the end of Captain Marvel. She's back now in Avengers Endgame. What's her role going to be, Josh? The I think she's like the catalyst for change. She's like the I'm here with the infused with the powers of the Tesseract, and now that is going to turn the tide, Mm -hmm. at least at the beginning for them. Or, or... Or, this is getting into like in-game hypothetical situation uh-huh. stuff here. She, her powers, her the energy, the photosmic, I have the, no the, idea. The photon blast. The photon blast, the photon energy. Her is, binary powers. Her binary star-like powers, I have no idea, <laughs> but is going to be the energy that fuels some contraption that they use later. Okay. Or something like that. I don't know. But her her arrival is going to be a significant piece to move the Avengers forward in some kind of way mm-hmm. from wherever they are. And that's going to be her role. And then eventually she'll like smash mouth Thanos, but she won't get to have the killing blow or the defeating blow because that'll be Robert Downey Jr. really mad and be like, where's my son Spider-Man and punches him <laughs> or something, right? Sure, yeah, that, sounds, that, sounds, that sounds good. But she is the change agent. She's the... Mm-hmm. The, the the first stone in an avalanche of change. That right, she, she's the X Factor at this point, mm-hmm. as far as we know. I mean, Ant-Man joining the fight, it seems like it's going to be important as well, but uh, I think it's only fitting that the Kree created Captain Marvel so that she could end the war that they're fighting with the Scrolls, with the Kree can win, uh, and she's basically like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna swing the tide of this war, but I'm not going to fight your war. I'm going to end it. Now, she arrives back on Earth 25 years later. There's basically another war happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now she's again positioned where she is going to be the piece that in some ways ends it. Whether she's the one to you know give the ultimate blow to Thanos or not, probably not, but she will obviously be very important, I think, in getting to it. A state of the universe where that can happen. Yeah. Um, whether it's 
her plan to stop Thanos, whether, you know, her powers are like you mentioned, like could power some machine that could make it possible to kill Thanos or to travel through time or whatever it may be. Um, I mean, she looks like she has the ability to travel at light speed, uh, based on the, uh, ending of Captain Marvel. So she should be able to kind of maneuver her way around the galaxy pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. which should be a benefit to the team as well. Maybe even go help save Tony Stark from dying out in space. That would make sense to me. Um, but I think the most important thing here and the thing that uh, really threw me for loop with this post credit scene uh, and with what it means for Endgame is that we know she's there from the start or relatively from the start. Yeah, Captain America still has his beard. He still has his beard. Widow's hair has not grown uh, down to shoulder length. It's still just like a, a, little, a little bob, basically. And I think that's a big deal because all the footage from the Endgame marketing so far, unless they've modified it in post-production just to fool us all mm-hmm. uh it all is looks like it's taken place at least a significant amount of time afterwards well i mean like a couple of weeks have passed or something and then in some cases maybe a couple of years have passed where they're trying to figure out what's happening we see all of them assembled in avengers hq they're they're walking towards some facility at some point uh they're all looking up at the at the nighttime sky when somebody or something is coming to avengers hq and it was like, okay, that's probably Captain Marvel. But it's like, well, no, because she's already she surprises them. So right. that's not her. She could be there. She could have been the one that's digitally removed from that uh, Super Bowl TV spot instead of Ant Man. So I think it really just opens up the possibilities because other instead of Captain Marvel just being a character who's going to come in at a certain point where they're like, oh, we need to go find this person, mm-hmm. or she she arrives late. It's like, no, she's there from the start. So I think that's going to going to show that she's going to be important. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, and it, and it kind of um, it short circuits the idea that I had like initially where she will like cannon cannonball out of oblivion in like the final moments and be like, there we go, like like a snap of her arm, but like see you, Thanos. Like mm-hmm. that kind of like attitude is going to be gone right away, and she's very much going to be included in this entire story. And so like right away after her. Um, introduction we're gonna get her right like thrust right into the avengers like uh establishment institution Mm -hmm. and that'll be like a big deal right from the get-go or this like basically super uh, this this this, like superman-like person uh i guess power wise basically basically i mean i mean not the laser eyes and stuff no laser eyes no crypto no uh but no kryptonite, no kryptonite either. So, oh snap! What's what's gonna happen? <laughs> exactly, that's a great point. But like, she is gonna be like thrust right in that as like the mightiest of Earth's mightiest heroes, like uh-huh. right from the back, their their namesake right in front of them. And so the the, the potential for like that for her right off the bat is gonna be insane. But then also just like that's gonna be like super fun. I think to have her. I mean, the Russo brothers are gonna have a grim attitude on this whole thing. Uh-huh. But any form of comedy or joy or anything like that with her right off the bat with all these people mm-hmm. is going to be insanely cool. Yeah. I mean, I do think that uh, her joining them early on uh, will also be fun because, uh, you know, we, we got to see or hear a little bit about what that interaction could be like through a shareholders meeting that took place uh, oh, with Disney. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just pulling up a brief description of kind of what played out there. So this is footage that was shown to Disney shareholders this past week that is 
going to be in the movie that has not been released online yet. It probably in some in some form will be part of the next trailer, I would assume. That is not confirmed anyways, but if you don't want to know this description, you know, just skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, but the description from comicbook.com stated, the footage starts out with the Avengers sitting in the room at the Avengers compound we saw in the first teaser with Captain Marvel, uh, and Captain Marvel is in attendance. Nebula mentions that she thinks Thanos will go to the Garden after he completed his plan. Captain Marvel speaks up and tells the group they need to go there and use the stones to undo uh, whatever he did before. The footage then showed Rocket, Nebula, Thor, Captain America, War Machine, and Black Widow in space. Rocket says something along the lines of, who has never been to space before? Raise your hand. Uh, they all raise their hands, mm-hmm. and he just says, don't puke in my shit, basically. In addition to that, a shareholder, Scott Laidwig, was also in attendance, and he gave some descriptions of what else was shown, um, mentioning that Rocket is able to track where Thanos is at, based on the uh, energy output from using the gauntlet. So there was a signature, obviously, when he portaled out of Wakanda, and then that same energy signature popped up across the universe on Titan II, the Garden, whatever you want to call it. Um, So that's where they believe they know where he is. Um, There's also, they confirm that Bruce Banner is part of this exchange. But I love what Captain Marvel brings to this, because uh, she like they're kind of asking, like, hey, where have you been for the last 25 years? Mm -hmm. And she's like, well there's other planets out there that don't have the Avengers. Right. So I'm protecting them basically, mm-hmm. which I do really want to see when she arrives on earth and she gets that Avengers compound. As we see, uh, what is she, what is her thought going to be when she arrives on earth and sees a group of people named after her call sign? Right. Like that, that, that that's going to be, I think something that can be at least comedically, uh, mm-hmm. promising. They're basically, I mean, in all purposes too, like they're basically Avengerettes. Yeah. Like they're like basically like minuscule versions of what she was able to do, mm-hmm. and Fury would just like try to like desperately graph together like an inkling of what he witnessed exactly out in like what Phoenix or California deserts or wherever. I mean, it's the Grand Canyon. It uh, like where they were it at. would be yeah, it's somewhere out in California, I believe. Ari- yeah, Arizona, right? No, we see. I Grand, mean, you get the, the Grand Canyon. Is that actually the Grand Canyon? I have no idea. I, I believe it's 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 Southern Cali or something probably. Okay. Either way, either or the the, 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 the enough like alien, like oh aliens are in the sky flying over us or whatever. Right. Like to feed the uh, conspiracy theory sentiment or whatever. But um, yeah, like that yeah, that'll definitely be hilarious. Or like oh overall like with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but those descriptions there. I think there's also yeah. There's one other part of it. Yes. Where then. Uh, like she gives like the plan that we mentioned earlier, where she basically wants to go to find Thanos, use the stones against him to undo what he's done before. Um, and they're like, well, why is it going to be different now? Like we've tried to defeat him before. We couldn't do it. We were very under, uh, we were, you know, supremely underpowered, mm-hmm. like very much. So what's going to be different this time? And she just like very confidently says, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and then Thor's like, I like her. And I was like, yes. Yeah. That was the moment. And that, this came out before Cat Marvel even came out. So it was kind of interesting to read the description before Cat Marvel was out in theaters. But I just like this attitude that she's then bringing to Endgame as well. As much as her role could be important, I like the confidence that she's going to have in the movie as well. Because I have a feeling with the Russo brothers, with Marvel, with Marks and McFeely, the writers, with Kevin Feige, that she will start with this confidence but she probably won't be able to live up to it in some ways. Hmm. Interesting. Because That's like, not my gut feeling. Really? You think she's just going like, to come in photon blaster way and just be the savior? Yes. 
See, I just think that, I think that's just too easy. Maybe, but also at the same time, it's not like oh, we're going. I'm going to win for us and all that jazz. But it's going to be something along the lines of with all of this talent, we will succeed. That seems to be the difference there. It's not like, oh, it's only me. It's not I alone. It doesn't right. sound like I alone at all. But it just sounds like the coy, like, you got me now. Yeah. But she's also, like, the most powerful of them, most likely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, not to forget that Thor, like, stabbed Thanos right through the heart. So True. you had two Thors, or a Thor, and <laughs> yeah. a Thor and a half, you know, two you're going to do some more damage or whatever yeah. the case is. But there'll be obviously some complexifiers or whatever the case is. Right, because I just don't think that it's like... It's not going to be as simple as, all right, we wait around for three and a half hours and then we're like, time to go fly into Thanos. Exactly. That, that, maybe that's my point more than like, oh, she's not going to be as powerful as she was before. Because Larusa talked about how like, you know, we have to like keep her powers in check, basically. We can't, she can't become too overpowerful because then there's no, you know barriers we can put in front of her that she can't overcome which mm-hmm. like makes sense to a certain degree but like at the same time if her plan is is this simple as all right let's go to him and just get the stones done do it like it can't be that simple because then this movie is 30 minutes long so there has to be some sort of conflict along the way or some um something that happens that prevents this plan from going out that simply and none of this involves ant-man or iron man or the quantum realm or time travel or anything so it's mm-hmm. like there's obviously more to this and if there's not then it's like well if they go and do this then something else happens that we have no idea is coming basically right like an entire twist or maybe the marketing is just completely and utterly misleading it could or be perhaps that end credit scene like has nothing to do with it at all i don't think mm-hmm. that's i don't case. i don't see that but the marketing has been ex- extremely void of details and really just focused on the aftermath mm-hmm. rather than the um what we're going to go do aspect of it and maybe this footage that we, was shown at the shareholder meeting will be what's released next to audiences like in the final run-up to april right. 27th or 26th and we'll have that look at it mm-hmm. but still a three and a half hour film or a, th- a three hour film a three hour film there is at least two hours and 45 more minutes of footage that's going to be shown. And at least 20 minutes of that is exposition. Oh, like, right. Where were we and where are we at one year later? Right. I mean, in, even include, if we include the uh, mid credit scene for Captain Marvel, plus the TV spot, plus the first trailer. And even if you like, let's say that this footage that the shareholders saw was, it doesn't sound that long. Like three, let's go three seconds. minutes. Like let's be a little generous. Three minutes is how long, how much footage they saw. Like, we're talking about like six minutes of footage total that we've seen from the movie. So like, again, that's six minutes out mm-hmm. of 180 minutes. Like that is still a lot of movie. We have not seen a lot of plot. We don't know about. And just getting back to Captain Marvel. I just think that I think I like the idea of her coming to earth being like, where's fury. Tell me what's happening here's my plan. Let's do this. I'm the OG Avenger. You guys are named after me. I'm leading this charge. And then something happens where it doesn't go exactly how they planned. Yeah. But then that feels like, that feels like a redux of the entire first part at the same time. Hmm. And I like, I feel like that part is oversimplifying a lot of it, but at the same, like we never know when a smash cut could be like, Oh, he's on that planet. Let's go get him. It could be, 
we've completed an entire mission of time travel or whatever like the theories revolve around the plot are going to be or how they're going to include. But I can't see them getting to Thanos and being like, um, can we have the stones, please? No, then they fight, and then they're like, okay, we'll go do something else then. We'll try another way or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would have to be broken up in a lot bigger Yeah, way. that's true. That's true. I don't know. Me neither. I have no idea at all. You have way <laughs> we're, more we're just, ideas. We're just spitballing here. Okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you also do not think that she'll be the one to defeat Thanos. I do not either. I mean... They'll do something poetic. Thanos will defeat himself or something like that. It's it's a Russo brother. Mm-hmm. Not non-traditional ending for the story or whatever the case is. Yeah, I mean, I do think she'll be obviously instrumental in bringing his defeat in some aspect, whether it is forming the plan, leading the plan, um using her photon blast and all of her binary powers to kind of knock him down a couple of pegs to make him possible to kill by Thor or Cap or Iron Man or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes sense, but I think it would it would feel like maybe a little too soon for her just, again, it's, it's that, is she just too powerful at this point where she can just come in, she did her origin movie, she comes in, saves the day, boom, right from the start, like... I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's been six... Yeah, like, the development for the characters and things like that don't seem to, like, point towards satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately for... Her. Right. You, you, like... I'm thinking, like, series-wise. Series-wide and series-wise mm-hmm. here. Like, you don't let the new person come in, like, right away and, like, get the most satisfying exactly. moment of what you've been building up to for four years. You want... Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, like someone in there to mm-hmm. have like the most resounding moment and then just like point her towards the future. Cause right. I guess we'll get to that in a moment, but yeah, I don't think it'll conclude with like Carol Dan- Danvers being the determining. It should be like the decide, like should be the wave turning factor, but not like the, here's the final punch, the KO, the KO blow or anything like that. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think she'll definitely go two blows with Thanos in some point. There's been concept art, or not concept art, there's been like some sort of promo art that may be teasing. She gets like this really sweet axe from an old comic line, which would be awesome if she like basically has her own version of Stormbreaker that's mm-hmm. like just like a little more deadly. Like that would be very cool. Uh, we'll have to wait and see if that actually happens or not. But uh, is there, and this may be too hypothetical and maybe too impossible to answer. Sure. But I want to try to ask it anyways. Where does Avengers Endgame leave her as we then move on to Captain Marvel 2? Does it set her up as the OG Avengers are gone? She's the o- she is the actual original Avenger. She is th- that's her call sign. She is now in charge of them, or is it uh, she helps save the day, but she's got other business to attend to? It's gonna be both. Okay. In a lot of ways, it's gonna be oh, you've saved Earth for the final time. Thank you so much. And that, or that'll be, that'll be the attitude. And then Nick Fury will rematerialize or something to that effect. Be like, but now the galaxy needs you to go stop the other Thanoses who are going to come for us. And so she's like, all right, I need to assemble an intergalactic cosmic Avengers. You guys got Earth. Form the Ultimates. That's a thing. It is. I have it's, no it's, idea what It's her, Black Panther, um, this person named Blue Marvel, Monica Rambeau is part of it. Oh, fantastic. Um, and uh, who else? Oh, there's other people as well. The Eternals will now be a part of that and also yeah, you can the get, Guardians. Yeah, you can make an Eternal one of them, the X-Men, a Fantastic Four member. There you go. Perfect. So then they'll be like intergalactic Avengers and then they'll fly off 
or some kind of fly off. They'll create the station in orbit or whatever Avenger base is. Mm-hmm. Avenger base will get like a redux or a revamp or something like that. I don't know. Well, I think you have to keep Avengers HQ because I think whether you start a, another new super team or you just keep mm-hmm. the Avengers, uh, I think there'll probably be a, a larger division or if like, if whether it's not the Ultimates, maybe there's the formation of Sword, which is like the intergalactic version of S.H.I.E.L.D., which basically just like, uh, Captain Marvel is a big part of that. Um, just watching intergalactic threats to protect Earth from those. And uh, I think that would make sense as a trajectory. Like, if Fury is still involved in her story in any ways, like, he, like, Captain Marvel kind of opened up his eyes that there are other things out there. And now that the Avengers are out there, they've seemed like they've basically been able to largely protect Earth from itself. But they, they've seen with Thanos, with other things, that, like, there are still threats beyond that we need to be on the watch for. So let's look more to the cosmic side. So yeah, okay. I, I, I feel like, I feel like that's where it'll lead where she is um, the inner, the, the bridge between the cosmic and mm-hmm. the earth stuff where she is watching over to the cosmos cosmos and she's still protecting her scroll friends potentially. And she's doing all these other things, but then she's also still got a pager around. So it's like, Hey, come back here. We need to talk to you real quick. And then she can be part of Avengers five or whatever. Like, you know, like that's, that's where we move on from there. That sounds, that sounds a bit. Yeah. That, that would make most sense. I mean, like you've got Brie Larson for like 20 movies or something like that. Yeah. I mean, the report was seven, but she debunked that, but also the THR keeps saying she has seven movies. So I don't know what to believe. Okay. Hmm. Maybe it's eight. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe it's 20 or something yeah, like that know. off the top with an Which, option on the back end or something like that. She mentioned on, I think it was, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, like this past week, doing promo for the movie, uh, that she knew she was going to be Captain Marvel for a year before she could tell anybody. What? Which I was just like, even before you could tell somebody. Which, which, like, I would assume when it was announced at Comic Con, put on the twenty seventeen. That means they literally no, was it twenty sixteen? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Which yeah, which means she would she was cast in twenty fifteen, like before. Before she won an Oscar for the room or for room, which is like which is, which is crazy. It's either right before she or it's won right after. In, she won in twenty sixteen. She was announced that summer, so that means they cast her. Yeah, in twenty in summer twenty fifteen. Wow, which is wild. That is actually wild. If that if that's the case, maybe she exaggerated a little. I don't know, but maybe uh, it felt like a year. Yeah, perhaps. Could, could, could I don't be. know. Like she was she was fantastic before she started right. in the room fantastic after and recognized for it like that's arguably not her best work anyway so room really oh yeah what is i don't know i have to think about it have you seen have you seen short term 12 off topic completely no i have not seen short term 12 it's great it's her uh john gallagher jr rami malik stephanie beatrice from brooklyn 99 that is a it is it is a it is a cast that you're like in five years it's gonna be like oh off oh and um uh Lakeith Stanfield like oh my god it's gonna be a movie in five years we're gonna look back and be like oh all five of those leads have an, have an Oscar <laughs> like it's it is it is inc- it's an incredible movie great cast um but back to Brie Larson uh and back to her solo movie and a, a sequel that is definitely coming yes because as of this recording we're recording this obviously earlier than you guys hear this on Wednesday but the movie is projected to make 153 million dollars on its opening weekend domestically with a 455 million dollar launch globally which is the second biggest ever i think for a superhero movie 
the biggest ever for a female-led movie, even though I've seen some um, disregard for that on my Twitter timeline based on The Force Awakens, saying that's a female-fronted movie, which I would probably agree with because uh, it is Ray's story. Um, but I think it's, 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 a, it's a little different. I think Captain Marvel is so focused on yeah, Carol. Yeah, it's an ensemble cast in Force Awakens yeah. that's selling the movie. Like Han Solo arguably has as much screen time on that as... Right, and then there's Kylo, and there's Poe, and there's Finn. Or, and, well, yeah, no, that's hard to say. You don't want to take away from Ridley at all. Right. But it, I guess, like, so, I mean, you can, it's it's semantics. Yeah, exactly. But uh, this movie is going to be a huge hit. It's already, it already is. Mm-hmm. And as we look to the future, there's definitely going to be a Captain Marvel sequel. It'll probably come in 2022. Uh, I think Marvel already has a release date slated for, like, March or May of that year, and it seems like a perfect spot. Though I would actually probably imagine Captain Marvel gets the bump up into primetime May slot uh, for a sequel, uh, especially after this performance so far. But I think that, I mean there's there's two obvious different paths that a sequel can take. There's the prequel mm-hmm. route, and then there's the present day route. Yes. Let's go over a present or let's go over a prequel setting first. Okay. And is this the one you prefer? Would you want to see Captain Marvel 2 go back to the late 90s early 2000s? No. Would not want. So you want to see it go to the present day. Yeah, I don't I mean like you can you can sum up her story in Avengers Endgame and be like, oh yeah, I flew over to these places, kicked some butt, made peace, uh-huh. and then flew back over there, did this, did that, did that. We don't need to see her kick Doodlebot's butt again or right. rip out the batteries <laughs> from the Supreme Intelligence and watch her melt away into infinity and blow up. Those stories were already tied up. She's just being like, you get a head start. Like right. that's, that, that's the, I think she even says that, doesn't she? Uh, what is she? she that's says, the attitude of it right, all. She's, she sends yon Rog away saying like, She's like, I can't go back there. She's like, uh, without anything. She's like, no, I'm sending you back with a message. Like, mm-hmm. I'm coming to end this war and yeah. end the lies. It's like, ooh, right. cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if like is actually borrowing her words of head start or not at that point. But that point on, you're like, we get that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see her level up right. anymore. Up into Endgame, when it seems like things are changing for the first time, because of. I mean, she's lighting up entire intergalactic cruisers, mm-hmm. with, like with the ease of just like sailing through. Yeah, within like minutes of getting her binary powers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. the The character development isn't going to come with her just soaring around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's going to come after something that tested her, which would be like Thanos with mm-hmm. all five Infinity Stones blasting all back six. at her. All six Infinity Stones blasting back at her. I always hate that because I think like Does one it, for yeah, every finger, put one in the middle. but there's one in the middle, yeah. which throws me off. <laughs> and so that's when the change will be. Like There's like a shift happening, and then that's the that's where you build your sequel off mm-hmm. of. Yeah, no, I think, I think present day is probably the better option of the two, and have Captain Marvel basically take the Captain America route in terms of a franchise instead yes. of a Wonder Woman route, which I'm still looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984, even though we haven't seen anything from it. I have full faith in Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot that they're going to deliver something great with that movie. But for Captain Marvel 2, I think the pros of this is that, as we've kind of been alluding to, Carol is going to be, continue to become even a bigger face and presence in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So it would be, if Endgame ends with like her being like, I'm here. I'm the new lead. This is great. It's like, all right, great. Come back for a sequel in two years. 
by the way, it's set in the past. <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, okay. I think the pros of a prequel movie, if they did go that route, mm-hmm. which I'm not totally against, other than like kind of what you alluded to of like we know where her story goes for the most part. So it's like a lot of like the surprise and the stakes are kind of defeated. Yeah. But it means we would get more Maria Rambeau potentially if she comes back to Earth, which would be a huge plus for me because I thought LaShawn Lynch was so good in that role. It would also give us the opportunity to show more of the fallout of the Scroll Cree war, which we didn't really get to see. It wasn't even really that big of a war to begin with That's in true. Captain Marvel. Um, and it also just kind of, I feel like they're maybe setting up a prequel more with the teases at the end of Captain Marvel. It's like Ronan's like, we'll be back for for the weapon. They're like, the Tesseract? Like, no, the girl. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so they want her. She sends Jan Rog back to Hala and it's like, I'm coming to end this. But like, does that happen? Like, I want to know kind of how that plays out. And maybe, I, but I don't know if that's best for a movie because it's like, well, we know that she wins because the Kree are a peaceful race in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Ronin has left them. Korath has like got a chip in his head and he's joined Ronin completely. Um, like, it, I don't know if that totally needs explained if it's best for like a, a, a mini series. I don't know. But like, I do want to see part of that story. Um, but I do think a present day probably holds more potential because there's the unknown. And yeah. I think that's always a better path to go when you're looking at sequels. And my feeling is that Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is going to be the, I mean, like Black Panther is going to be a juggernaut too. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't, but I don't see them like the Captain America has kind of become the like star spangled good old boy for right. the Avengers and like the MCU and itself. And I feel like Brie Larson's going to fit that role and her movies are going to define the, I don't say the discourse of the MCU going forward, mm-hmm. but if they ever do veer this into directions of like, well, we need an intergalactic baddie for their 20 movie buildup or whatever the case is, that'll be what they do. Right. And she, her stories will define that. And so if they're going to do that in the future, she needs to blaze us into some unknown territory mm-hmm. and then let the fallout, um, you know, be the puzzle pieces that they build the next baddie with Galacticus or whomever is right. Galactus and Ilus, uh, whoever Destructicus, right. Things like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, one of the other benefits of going present day for these new movies, uh, for the sequel would be also the opportunity to then introduce more new characters mm-hmm. that can then have a permanent future. So we get, Yes. Monica Rambeau introduced in Captain Marvel as a as a teenager, maybe a preteen even. Um, but then 25 years later, she is the same age as Carol now. She can have the same powers to some degree as Carol. And now mm-hmm. we have two super-powered female best friends that can now go and patrol the galaxy, save the world, whatever. But then you can also set up Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, who has idolized Captain Marvel, who has looked up to her after all these years. And then she gets powers of her own. And you get another new character that introduce, play with, get the young Avengers going or the champions or whatever young teenage comic superhero group you want to do, Marvel. I just think there's so many opportunities to then grow beyond just the Kree Scroll War. Mm-hmm. As much as I would love to see more of Ben Mendelsohn's Talos or whatever, he can still come back. We don't know how long scrolls live. They can live forever. And he can just continue to come back like if they ever get to a secret invasion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for now it would be best if they just let her continue to stay at the forefront 
of the MCU. And I think when you're when you were kind of talking about her replacing Captain America, um, I think that it's kind of best to kind of look at the original Avengers lineup and be like, all right, if that's the model to some degree for Marvel Studios, who's replacing who? Like Black Panther is replacing he can replace iron man basically of being like the super like genius high tech uh world that also can get into like a, like the more more of, more of the tech and everything yeah. that's where he can excel doctor strange can step into like the thor role to some degree and be like the super powerful that we don't really know anything about but has like his own different you know thing he's doing like thor is always dealing with uh, Asgard in space and now Doctor Strange is all about magic and different dimensions and all this stuff and he can do his thing and not be bothered by anybody else and then Captain Marvel steps in and takes over the role as the uh, the moral compass for the entire MCU for the, the team at large whether it's the Ultimates or the Avengers the new Avengers or whatever they want to call themselves mm-hmm. and that's where she continues to move forward and I think that can all start with Captain Marvel 2 and showing how she's been affected by Endgame and where her story continues to move forward after that. Yeah, 1,000%. I think that's I think the, the moral compass thing is uh, specifically kind of what I was thinking mm-hmm. of. Um, but also, it took me like 20 minutes, at the or not 20 minutes, but it took 20 minutes of looking at like Marvel lore and uh, Captain Marvel lore and like Wikipedia to realize, oh, the, her Monica was the kid, not yeah. the... Uh, um, not the adult. And I was like, I don't know why I'd forgotten her name at that point. <laughs> but I was like, okay, now I f- see why like so much focus was paid attention to her because yeah. of, like, this is the OG captain, not the OG captain. Marvel. But she was but- the cast Marvel before Carol was captain Marvel. Right. And I was surprised to learn Carol Danvers was like a ultra recent captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. I mean, she became officially captain Marvel 2012. Yeah. Cause she was, but she was Miss Marvel before that. But then, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a weird history. Yeah, well, okay, anyway, point being, I think you're totally right there, though, like, especially following that formula. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, like, she's going to be able to blaze and open up all these different things because she's the most powerful person. Right. So to sort of be like, she'll wreck, wreak havoc and then be like, Carol, you accidentally created the new um, thing we have to deal with. And be like, okay, and then Ultimates Unite. Don't they say? That's what they say. Uh, I don't and know then if they, they like solve it. So I think I, I, that's why I think it's so much stronger, um, setting it in present day rather mm-hmm. than just being like, all right, another prequel. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it's like because you, 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 I, you dismiss it a little bit right at the start. I feel like because it doesn't have like larger implications on what's happening beyond. Yes, it feels like prologue for what you're really looking forward to yeah i, I can see that i feel and I, I hate to feel like that's kind of like colored my like my walk-in to captain marvel to start because it'd be like yeah, all right well let's get this over with so i can go see like i was excited for captain marvel but also it's like all right let's get this over with so i can go see her in endgame like, right let 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 the franchise be will not be predetermined by mm-hmm. what came before it in any way right not that captain marvel felt like that but also, but it has to fit in within a certain structure, right? Rather than let whomever, like if Bowden Fleck come back mm-hmm. or whomever comes along afterwards, let them just wreak havoc, like Taiko Titi get to, got to do, or right. the Russo brothers got to do, and then let the world around it, you know, build into that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So let's move on then to beyond 
we know she's in Endgame. A mm-hmm. sequel is definitely coming, but as we've mentioned and alluded to, Brie Larson has a larger contract beyond just her first movie, a sequel, and then Endgame. So she's going to be around for a while as Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. Where is she going after this? Um, if we're going on the present-day model of a sequel, does this mean, like, what? Like, is there a storyline you want to see? Is there a larger trajectory you want to see this character go on? Okay, I don't know much about, like, storyline comic book uh-huh. arcs here for Captain Marvel. So I'm gonna she, make I mean, she doesn't some... have a ton of, like... Iconic, iconic runs or anything. Really? Okay. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Well, because like you might, I mean, she's only been Captain Marvel officially for like, what, seven years? Yes. So. And I don't know anything about Captain Marvel <laughs> to say like iconically that, you know, what's going on here or whatever the case mm-hmm. is. But the, the future is that she is the squad leader or she's the leader of like the Avengers. Yeah. She's gonna be get front. She's gonna get Tony Stark, Iron Man front billing on posters mm-hmm. because her act. I mean, she's arguably she's probably the best actor outside of like Lupita Nyong'o. Um, that's gonna be start showing up regularly in Marvel films. Which hopefully Lupita Nyong'o is like plays a larger, larger role. I in can't the f- see future. her not, especially but, after. But I don't know. Nakia takes a villainous turn in the comics. I'm super fascinated to see if they do that in the movies. I don't know. Man, that would be crazy. It'd be it'd be super cool. Though. But that that's what I think. Like the future is. But I, but I think whatever they want for Captain Marvel, they are going to steal and just and rip from all sorts of different comics mm-hmm. to give her the best villains, and then move forward with it like that. Yeah. No, I I think that if it's not like a specific storyline, it's more of just like the trajectory of like she's just going to continue this ascension through the MCU where she's going to have a sequel. It'll probably introduce other female characters that can then be used in future movies. I think it ultimately concludes with like, or not concludes, but it leads to that all female Marvel movie that like Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson have been like championing since like for the last like year and a half, it feels like Um, I I, I love that idea of the, uh, of of an, a force movie with her, Valkyrie, Wasp, Scarlet uh, Witch, uh, Monica Rambeau can be in there. Miss Marvel, if she's up to the task. Like the X Men, we can introduce some people there. Sue Storm, like Cersei from the Eternals. Like there's so many different characters that can then pop into this, um, and really I think make that a big um, moment for the MCU as well. If they can get all that talent together to do a giant team up movie. Yeah, there you go too. Like, I just, I just, she will be sort of like the cornerstone of like she's everywhere, right? And then as well with her own franchise, mm-hmm. which like moves the ball on all those things. I believe, I think so, because like you don't like because from what I understand and what I can see in Marvel comics is like they get things get pretty ludicrous. Once you get away from Spider-Man, Iron Man, and like Captain America, uh-huh. and you open up into the cosmic realm a lot, yes. and you're just like, this is a ton of weird stuff. Uh-huh. And she's sort of like the, all right, we finally have someone that is, um, so like we're so divorced from that first Iron Man film and its groundedness to Superwoman is here, like uh-huh. you know that 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 kind of person. Captain, that's who Captain Marvel is. We should probably start using Captain Marvel. I should stop using that. As a way to, to find it. But Captain Marvel, ultra powerful. 
And now you can go fight ultra powerful people because you have someone that could at least battle them on their own terms Mm -hmm. without like being like, oh, this is getting way too crazy for me or anything like that. I mean, the Thanos just decimated half the planet. So like we're living, you're, you're in a whole new reality in terms of like what you can make these, you can bring to these movies, mm-hmm. make people believe and go forward with. Yeah. And I think after this movie now, all of that is on the table. Yeah. I mean, is there, I mean, they, so this isn't necessarily Captain Marvel specific, but it's more what Captain Marvel does and then MCU future tied together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the introduction of the scrolls, famous comic story, comic book storyline is the secret invasion storyline where we find out that, Dozens of Marvel comic characters have been replaced over the years by scrolls as part of their larger takeover of Earth. Um, is this a decision? Or is this like an avenue you'd want to see uh, Captain Marvel explore, or not Captain Marvel, but like the MCU explore in the future? Because I, I feel like it can be a little tricky now because Carol and Talos are on very good terms, mm-hmm. <laughs> unless she failed to protect them in the twenty-five years after her first movie in some ways and then they become vengeful or if there's just another offshoot that becomes super angry in some for some regard and then targets earth i'm just struggling to see where a secret invasion storyline fits in yeah it's almost completely gone at this point yeah which isn't to say that it can't come back but it's like it would be like you said it'd be such a drastic turn mm-hmm. to um you know, to make after like going out of your way to make the scrolls sympathetic and show them from a whole new perspective. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the, like from what I understand, they were like the, they were the stock villain for all sorts of like Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like, okay, well, let's make them misunderstood and then make the ultra hyper aggressive militaristic Cree our villains here. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. But then, yeah. So what do you do then after you've basically been like, these are refugees? Instead of um, nefarious shape shifting, replace all humans until it's a huge, like a, a Cree civil or a uh, scroll civilization that we all transform into our green selves. Right. Yeah, I don't see them doing that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I and if out. and if it is, it's like I think it's it's ten years away. It's like the next Infinity War level event where it's like, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. half the people you know aren't who they say they are, and it's just like, oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> right, and then like you would feel like at some point they'd be like. At least in the Captain Marvel movie, they would have been like, oh, yeah, okay, Nick Fury, like, turns into, like, a scroll. I'd be like, all right, there we go. Right. Um, and lastly here, as we kind of wrap up, I posed this question on Twitter the other day. Got a lot of fun and uh, responses and interactions, but I wanted to ask it here. Uh, after we've seen the movie, Captain Marvel, what MCU characters are you most looking forward to her interacting with, whether it's in Endgame or beyond? Ooh, that's a good point. Um Captain America specifically. Mm-hmm. I feel like their their backgrounds together will have a good rapport. But even more so than Steve Rogers, it's going to be Bruce Banner. Oh, okay. Just because he's going to be utterly fascinated by like all aspects of like how the, the Tesseract has been fused with her, like uh-huh. the, the bane of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for a while. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's infused with my DNA. No pew, big deal. Pew, pew, all sorts of things like that. Like, I have laser fists or mm-hmm. photon fists. Like, have fun with that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that'll be I think that'll be the best one. Just because she's so nonchalant. and be like, ooh. Yeah. And then again, like, at the same time. <laughs> like, be super cautious I could. Th- you could think of all sorts of concoctions. Yeah. 
Um, like I've basically had every response imaginable from Thanos to Luis from our my, my pal David Dasmalton was like Kurt, you gotta have you right. gotta have her meet up with Kurt somehow, and I was like, yes, absolutely, that has to happen. Um, my my response was, I want to see in Endgame Captain America, Thor, and Rocket. I, I want to see her and Rocket go back and forth. But as much as I want to see Rocket and Tony have some banter, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just Carol and Rocket's dynamic I think could be super fun. It seems like from that Endgame um, footage description we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. Thor already has a likeness for her, anyways. So I want to see that extrapolated out onto like a full feature length movie somehow. Um, but then beyond this, yeah, it's it's Valkyrie because I just. Tessa Thompson oh, yeah. and Brie Larson together that that just like screams to me like a billion and a half dollars uh, just in terms of their chemistry and everything all together so and I think it'd just be like a super cool movie so that that's probably that those are probably my choices so uh, that is all we have for this big question let us know what you guys think of who uh, Carol should meet in the MCU in the future but then also let us know what you guys thought about the big question in general what is Captain Marvel's MCU future what do you think her role is going to be in Endgame what do you think her uh, sequel is going to look like and then what do you think her role is going to be in the mcu beyond both of those uh, appearances let us know all that you can tweet us to us at friend and film you can find me personally on twitter at movie cooper and you can get at me josh at just joshua ryan and if you enjoy this episode please subscribe share retweet and more plus head over to itunes and go say five star review with comments tell us why you enjoy listening to the show and if you do that in the next couple of days you'll be entered to win a free digital copy of the oscar winning first man uh, on digital so go do that help out the show help out us and we'll help you out with a free movie thanks guys for tuning in to the friends on podcast though josh thanks for stopping in everyone be sure to turn next week for our future episodes <laughs>